Alright guys, welcome back to the Deacon Hoover Radio Network. We're here for the Deacon of Real Estate podcast. We're here with the one, the only Deacon of Real Estate, Alex Deacon. Alex, how are you? Good, sir. How about if I introduce us today? You can introduce us today. I'd love it. Hey, folks. Welcome to the Deacon Hoover Real Estate Radio Network. <laughs> did I do that right? I think you did that right. Okay. It sounded this great. This is Alex Deacon from Deacon Hoover Real Estate Advisors. And here with us today is the great and wonderful Adam Daly. How are you today, Adam? Um, I, I am well. I am well. Thank you very much. Um, great. I, How did I, I do there? Uh, you did great. Uh, okay. You fabricated. That's good. Thank okay. you because uh, we Let's all know that I'm not seats great. And you deal with all the crap I have to deal with today, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna chill. We we could do that. Um, <laughs> just stand by if I have a nervous breakdown towards the end of the day. <laughs> it's um, been a crazy day because if if you don't know this world, it's like two degrees here in Pittsburgh. It's frigid. It feels like Hoth. If anyone, it's for all you Star Wars fans out there. Oh, I don't know what Hoth is, but it's if Hoth is cold, then it's freaking it's Hoth. cold. Yes, it but is. But we're dealing with a lot of frozen pipes and a lot of issues today, and so I think maybe one of our topics later on will be. Talking about. Let's get into that today because uh, we we, that. what we're yeah. going to do is we're going to have another one coming up for you guys that we really want you to check out. Um, you know, you've been listening to us for a while now, uh, a couple months. We we have over five hours worth of content uh, uh, on uh, iTunes, on uh, Spreaker, on YouTube, but we've never really delved into who Alex Deacon is, guys. So we're going to talk about that in the next episode. Look for that uh, later on this week. But today, Alex, you wanted to talk about cold weather, plumbing, pipes, yeah, ice, it, it, water. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't really, really want to talk about it because I've been dealing with it for two days. But that's just the way it is, and that's what you deal with when you get these cold spells. And uh, we've had a lot of them recently. The next next few, and, and you know, it's funny. It always seems to happen on a weekend. Always, you know, or like uh, on Thanksgiving day, mm-hmm. or well, I mean, in this case, like the day before Christmas or something like that. But yeah. but yeah, it's going to be it's very cold now. So we've had issues. I had two rehabs that I did this year. And you don't think about the plumbing at the time, but now I'm thinking about the plumbing because the person who did the plumbing on the one rehab ran the water lines absolutely irresponsibly and ran them up an outside wall and into an, a crawl space that wasn't heated. And I just, it's like a nice block. So wow. I've made, I got somebody moving in there today and we got frozen pipes today and I don't know how we're going to work this out, but it's just, it's all part of the game. And then the other one was. I mean, it was done by a professional contractor. The guy's very good, but his plumber did some piping that shouldn't have been done, and now I'm paying the price for it because every cold day the pipes freeze. And, so I got to deal with it. And this is like a seventy, eighty thousand dollar rehab too. It wasn't just a small one. It was it was quite big. Wow. And and in fairness, I mean, this has been uh, strikingly cold compared to the, to winters, in, at least in yeah. recent years. This reminds me when we were younger. This yeah. is how winter was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But. You know, what are some good ways to avoid this? Because like you said, you know, you kind of over, you know, not that you per se looked, overlooked them on these properties, but, you know, this kind of got pushed to the wayside. How can we avoid that? Because this is, right now in Pittsburgh, there's a lot of properties I know that, that we have that are having issues with, with pipes, with, with their plumbing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, I mean, I just had a phone call. You were here listening from my daughter who's at home with my mom. <laughs> and she's like, Dad, we got water on the floor in the laundry room. I'm like, oh, okay. And then she started talking to me about it. And... And she said something. I think Situ did laundry, and I'm like, oh, "Well, Situ is grandmother in my okay, because I'm, I'm a 100 percent Syrian. My dad was Syrian, my mom was Syrian, born and raised in in 
the United States, but no way. I'm Syrian. So that's whatever, awesome. whatever that means. I'm American. I mean, I don't. I don't that's I what I say too. I couldn't tell you what goes on I was in Syria born in or Italy so. or Switzerland. <laughs> I don't know. But Situ was my mom. She did the laundry, and I know that my laundry room will freeze up when it's really cold, even though we have a heater on in there right now. So when she, that's kind of like when you're talking to a tenant, you kind of walk them through the process, like, oh, what's working? Oh, my sink's working in the laundry or in the bathroom, but it's not working in the kitchen. And then you have to remember how the kitchen's mapped out and where the plumbing is. And sometimes you can walk your tenant through how to get those pipes unfrozen. Like, oh, I, I think I know what the problem is. Your kitchen's over a crawl space, so get a a hair dryer and get under that sink and, and literally just you're gonna have to do that and a tenant's like well i shouldn't have to do this i'm like well guess what i live in a three hundred thousand dollar house and i have to do it we so to- why is your life any different than mine just yeah. get under there and do it otherwise i'm not gonna be able to get somebody out here on a zero degree day when you have people that don't have heat mm-hmm. they don't have any water whatsoever those are emergencies they come before you so what do you want to do now, are you proactive in um, letting do you do you tell tenants when they move in? Listen, in wintertime, this is how you might want to protect this, or do you you know do you send out flyers? Because I've lived in certain residential areas where, where yeah. I've rented, mm-hmm. and they have some some don't. Do you advise that? Do you recommend that? Yeah, I do advise that. Although we don't have anything systematic in place, we do have an idea which properties are the the like every year. It's like yeah, the same ones. Okay, you know. So we're aware of those ones. But the two I got nailed with this year, I mean, like I said, I just earlier I did a seventy or $80,000 rehab on a duplex. And a really nice place. I mean, this is this is no dive. And I just thought, this is the last thing I thought I'd have a problem with. Really? And yet, each floor has, has had its problem. And it's not going to be a cheap problem to fix. So how would I have rectified that? You know, I hired someone to take care of the rehab. They did a, a, a decent job on it. I mean, I can't say they didn't. Um, their plumber, who do you blame? Do you blame the plumber? Well, you really blame, you can, if, if, if your world revolves around blame, then let's blame the general contractor who I paid because <laughs> he oversees the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm just a forgiving individual. I'm like, whatever. What's done is done. I didn't call him and say, hey, go fix it because it's your problem. I'm just like, I'll absorb it. I'll fix it and move on. But... I learn something every every time I make a mistake, and hopefully, I don't make that mistake again because I'm really hard on myself if I do. You know, so next time I do a rehab, and and now I have kind of like a general manager who manages a lot of my stuff, so I have to, and he's dealing with a lot of this. So hopefully, he's learning. So next time we run plumbing for a rehab, that that plumbing's run on a heated wall, interior wall, or on a wall that's most likely not going to freeze. And be create an issue down the road. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, now, in in scenarios like this, when you have, I mean, you know, you said right away, like heating obviously comes first. But when you have tenants just blasting at you, and, and right now, guys, we have to keep in mind, just to really paint a picture. And this isn't the worst in the country, but you know, with the wind chill right now, it's like negative twenty in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. some estimates have said so. It it is frigid, frigid, frigid. But the one thing that I picked up on, as you said, it's typically the same properties. So right away, it's it goes back to like we always say, knowledge. You know, knowing your properties, mm-hmm. knowing and and you know, keeping your tenants in the know. The more you can teach your tenants, um, that's they are protecting your investment as well. You know, I mean, so yeah. so why wouldn't you like we always talk about? In a way, they're kind of like our kids. Why would you not relay yeah. that information? Yeah, that's the thing is, what you might think about like you're dealing with adults who know how to handle things accordingly but if you look at 
if you if you base your whole business model, I'm going to own real estate and I'm going to rent to adults, <laughs> your business model is flawed. Right. Because they may be adults, but some people don't know how to turn a hairdryer on and they don't, they're afraid to get on their knees and actually put some effort into blow drying the hot and cold water lines under their sink. Yep. That has nothing to do with anything but common sense and putting a little hard work and effort into it. So you have to, when you rehab these properties, you have to kind of think like, okay, I'm going to be renting to a bunch of teenagers that don't really know a whole lot yet. They haven't got out into the world. Mm -hmm. And I I need to make this property tenantified. I don't know right. if that's a word. Tenantified? We, tenantified. We, we should be able to try and patent that <laughs> we trademark make it, it. Yeah, but we need to make it like tenant-friendly. Right. That's it. So maybe pad all the walls. And, yeah, exactly. you know, But you have to make it tenant-friendly. So, hey, that's my bad, man. I, I screwed up on the, the rehab. It, I'm the one that hired the person. You just you have to be right, willing to take the blame, and that's that's what I do. So, And I'm working on another one right now. Just, just today, I just while I was late to to this is I had to go over there and meet with the plumber and come up with some ideas and we were bouncing some ideas off the walls and uh, we came up with something that I hope will, will work. Good. Good. And I mean, and it sounds too like you, you know, I, I like that the one thing you said is don't, don't necessarily always blame the tenants or, you know, in, in, in a world where really we blame too much, there's too much blame that gets mm-hmm. tossed around. But I think it was a, it was a good point that you said because it's, and I hate to say it's not like the old days, but it's, it is a much different world where, I, I come from a broken home. I was never taught anything about about how to maintain a home, how to maintain, you know. I mean, wash dishes, sure. Uh, due to floors, yeah, absolutely. Like, But I don't know anything about plumbing or anything about electrical work or anything. So you throw me into a house, I have no idea. And especially if you're unfamiliar with a property, you don't know. You know, you start to f- figure out, what, you know, what room the sun comes up on, what room the sun goes down on, you know. But you don't know what's going to be the coldest room in your house, where the wind's going to hit until you've really been in that property yeah. for a full year. You so. know, as a tenant, to, you know, to be the devil's advocate for a tenant, they don't know any better. Mm-hmm. And they expect things to work. And when you, they don't work for you, for them, then you're the bad guy or they're frustrated. And, and it happens, and we deal with that in a regular basis. But I guess let's just stay on on track with we're talking about cold weather, what we can do to eliminate any frozen pipe issues mm-hmm. that can really lead to major major issues down the road. So what will happen is it's like we have a bunch of vacant houses right now. So yeah. I'm going out tomorrow to look at a whole bunch of them just to double check on everything because if the furnace was working last week, it may not be working tomorrow. So if I go out there tomorrow and the furnace isn't working and it's a boiler and all the radiators are filled with water and the boiler's filled with water and the heat's not on, then what are those radiators turn into a big ice cube and they split and you're talking. And then when the weather breaks and it thaws, that's when the real damage occurs because now you have the water reinstated now. It's not frozen right? and it's just you have an indoor swimming pool in every room. Wow. So that's where you have to check on your properties. So anytime you have vacant properties, um, it's best to you know winterize them. Have a professional winterize them because you winterize things differently depending on what kind of heating system you have. And or check on them on a regular basis, especially when you know it's going to be really cold. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you're saying is even though we know that weathermen just roll the dice and flip a coin and say, hey, this is what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Listen to the weatherman at least for certain properties that you know are problematic. It's better yeah. to be safe than sorry. Yeah, it's the temp, the snow. I don't care if it's twenty feet of snow. That doesn't bother me. It's the it's the cold. 
the cold causes major problems and and when it thaws out if you like are completely out of the loop and you never go to your properties when that house that ice cube finally thaws out that's when you could have just loads and loads of damage and in many cases a lot of cases your insurance is not covering any of that because it might not cover a vacant property okay so if you don't have insurance on a vacant property and it's believe me insurance companies aren't making money by paying out claims they're making money by not paying out claims they're going to find a way not to pay you so you have to make sure that the policy you have is for a vacant property which is more expensive it's different and only covers certain things um and you need to check with your insurance agent on when is it a vacant property like for instance if you have something that's rented and it's vacant for a couple months and it's rented again do you have to call your insurance company and say hey it's vacant so change it to a vacant policy i honestly don't know that i don't think you should have to right but if you but you need to find out but if you buy something that's vacant and you're rehabbing it and it takes six months to a year and you don't go over there for a couple months because it's cold and you don't need to go over there and you're construction crew is kind of like in limbo right now so it's just sitting there that's a ticking time bomb so if you don't have the proper insurance in place and something major happens and it's not the proper policy you could have a $200,000 asset with $150,000 worth of damage and you have nothing to show for it because you're basically SOL right yeah it's it's funny. About a month ago, we were just talking about how fortunate we were and how we were having an easy winter. Fast forward thirty days, and oh, here we are talking about frozen pipes. Yeah, and, I hope this is the winter's last hurrah as far yeah. as coldness. But it's only January fifth, so. Um, so you know, keeping up with this now, so so we know we need to winterize as much as possible, especially if it's a vacancy. Um, is there any other good tips, you know, when it comes to the plumbing, cold weather that that should be um, should be just habitual? I think you 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 brought up a good point. I'll let your tenants know. Um, you know what you could probably do go on to YouTube and find some good links and, and that educate people on how to winterize your property how to prevent frozen pipes blah, blah 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 send your tenants links to those you know and or maybe call them and send out a mail or hey go to the go to this website it's gonna be cold or winter's coming check this out and then they'll forget about it so maybe what you want to do is maybe send that to them in the fall or early winter but then also send it to them somehow via email would be nice and text or something when you know it's going to get cold just to refresh their memory oh yeah i remember we i remember our management company sent that to us but i didn't really care about it at the time it was november but tomorrow's going to be minus two let me let me click on those links and just a couple of those little tidbits might keep their their plumbing flowing right and that's one less phone call you got to take and one less plumber you have to send out to thaw out you know frozen pipes in your experience and we know that there's no such thing as the rule of thumb we like to break that but in your experiences, what's the one misnomer about how you can save money plumbing, you know, with your plumbing over the, you know, protecting, protecting, you know, frozen pipes, all the old wives tells you here, you know, leave, leave your water on a slow drip. It's mm-hmm. great until your water bill goes through the roof. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you've heard all these, what's the one that you absolutely always, is there something you always stay away from that you hear other people? It's, it's, it's mm. something that they do. I think the best like offense as far as being aggressive about plumbing and making sure it doesn't happen, is making sure initially it's done right. Because, I, I mean, it, that's that's crucial. If a professional's doing it, and they're doing it the right way, and the house is designed properly, chances are you're not going to have any frozen pipes. Very few. Like, we do, we have newer homes that we manage. We have some new construction that we've managed. 
We've had some issues with frozen pipes. They tend to be like in the garage. Like if it's an integral garage, they tend to be in the garage. But if we look back and I could put a percentage on where we've had most of our problems, it's always older houses, crawl spaces. My own house has just a, a, a funky design where my laundry is located. It's just, it's not conducive to having plumbing there. Mm-hmm. And there's no heat. And I haven't done my... It's easy for me to fix it. I could just run some ductwork into the basement right underneath that laundry room, but I haven't. Right. Why? Because I'm lazy. I mean, what, <laughs> what, I don't know. 168 hours. I can <laughs> afford to do it. It's only going to cost, you know, maybe $300, but who knows? We, well, it's, we haven't had winters like this in so long. It's just, it's, and that's showing that you're human though too, you know? I mean, so, we, yeah. we all think, that's why we do these guys is just, they're always good refreshers. So be... Uh, don't shortcut on plumbing. If you're in a cold climate, just keep that in mind. That make sure, even though your plumber's your plumber may may he may be a good plumber, but maybe he's not thinking outside the box either. So on the on basically on the older houses, uh, typically they're not really designed well. They're insulated well. So make sure that your plumbing is run in a way that is going to prevent these issues from happening. Gotcha. So, I mean that's. I guess that's step one, right? Mm-hmm. Step two would be when you do get uh, some cold days, then one of the things that your tenants can do is typically they open up the doors under their sink and under their, uh, like in the kitchen and the bathroom, and put a, a little space heater there. So it's heating up the P-trap where your wastewater goes, and it's heating up the supply lines. Okay. Because what happens at my house is my supply lines will tend to stay free, so meaning the water will run. But, you know, when you do your laundry and then it spins and then all that water comes out, that tube, mm-hmm. well, that tube sent, tends to freeze. So when the water comes out of the washer and dryer, it has nowhere to go because it's hitting a, an ice cube. Gotcha. So it just it spews out all over the floor. Okay. So, um, like, heating the P-traps, which is your little S-trap underneath sinks, heating that area where your supply lines are with a space heater is a great idea. So that's one thing a tenant can do. Um, like you said, you can leave water uh, drip or just a really, really steady drip, like drip, 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 not like a really slow drip because it'll end up freezing if it's super slow. Mm-hmm. Like a faint drizzle. Yep, and that'll help. And sometimes maybe even in a basement, if you have a colder basement, you could put a space heater like the one I was telling you about that we just rehabbed. It was a very nice uh, duplex. Uh, we had the actual water line coming in froze. Like the oh, water line wow. coming in froze. So what my handyman did is he went over there and he, he drilled a couple holes in the heat vents downstairs because that's where the furnace is. And they had some heat blowing, happened to be bl- able to blow on that water line and it actually helped. Okay. So sometimes running some ductwork in the basement, just to keep the basement from freezing, is, is a way to help that too. Okay. Sometimes it's just the little things, and, and and have you noticed with your properties too, um, and and with anything, it, it's because you said you know certain properties are a little bit more problematic than others. You realistically kind of it's trial and error, and you have to figure out because every home is different, every property is different, every structure is different, and you know there might be a little draft underneath the sink that people don't realize. It could be yeah. you know your kitchen might be the warmest room in the house, but if you have a little draft underneath your sink, doors right. are typically closed. You don't see that. There you go, frozen pipes in your, you know. Um, so it's, it's. I guess, is it, um, do you ever take notes on any of your, your properties over time or is it just something that mentally you always kind of yeah, keep? Yeah, it's, it's all in my head. But if, if you're organized enough, you 
that's that's not my one of my fortes is organization. <laughs> but if you can be organized enough to to take notes, yeah, you should take notes on every property. This way, the next person moves in or the person who's managing it for you knows what to look for. Gotcha. Same. That's it, man. I'm spent. I can't spent. talk about frozen. You're pipes done. Yeah, you're done with frozen it's pipes. I can tell. I don't want to talk. We're probably have to deal with this all weekend. So I'll be talking about it all weekend. You are spent on this, one, my friend. The smoke yeah. is coming out of your ears. So that that means it's a wrap. Um, all right, Alex. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for educating us today on these. While it's frigid outside. I'm going to go fight some stormtroopers for, once again, another Star Wars reference for you, for you guys. Listen, um, make sure you're following us on Twitter, at Deacon Hoover. Like us on Facebook, Deacon Hoover Real Estate. Uh, go to dhrea.com. That's where you'll find this podcast, all of our listings, all of our agents. Uh, Alex, anything great you'd love to say before we sign off for today? Anything great? Uh, have a great new year it is January 5th so happy new year to everybody out there there you go happy new year guys from everyone here at Deacon Hoover Real Estate and we thank you Uh, we have another episode coming later this week where we get to know Alex Deacon a little bit better Uh, think Realtor Nation uh, podcast but we're going to be doing it here with the Deacon so guys from everyone here at Deacon Hoover Real Estate I am Adam we thank you and have a good day